Yes, the passion, he has the energy, he has the vim, and he has the keys to your church growth. Amen. Bishop, thank you. I've been following these meetings and uh, a lot have gone on here. There are many of us, you may not know what you are getting. But I'm telling you, your church is going to grow. Your ministries will be transformed. Amen. And thank you all the other men of God here. Bishop Hyde, Bishop Salahasi, and all the good men here. Please take your seats. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes after you've sat down and heard so much already, it's like as if the meeting can be closed. Because with, with what you've gotten so far, I'm sure if you go home, you can do a lot. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to speak on what I call church growth, the pastor's growth. The pastor's group. See the pastor's growth. I happened to be at the Den Castle some years ago, where one of my members was a lawyer had been invited to the bench and was going to be ordained. I mean, I was just said ordained. He was going to be sworn in as a high court judge. So I sat through the program. But something dawned on me. I saw the beauty, the protocol, the eminence, and the power of the occasion. When the president of the republic walked in, and the chief justice came to administer the protocols, and he was sworn in, he was given her... Um, document for office, what they signed, and the various declaration and commitment they made. And the chief justice, no, ever swear on my penino, and on the crater, a beamano, and almost in San Crater, and on the moment penino. But a question came to me. Now, Obisan was in me, and I asked myself, Obisan was say, if she was an usher in my church or a chorister or media person media person can my head of department of that particular department handle such a person Na obisan who say say nipa wey say enko oye osha ana kwaya ana so omo mo bon say enko ana nchini wana sonwa omo peni no obetumi akura say nipa yana 
and it set me thinking. So immediately I got to know that we need to work on the people who lead various areas in our churches because when they grow, they can handle the growth of those departments. And it also got to me that he she was an usher uh, um, she was a lawyer now he's a high court judge high in fact now she's an appeals court judge he's a the highest word supreme yeah now she's supreme court judge uh-huh. supreme court and uh, i asked myself that so as a pastor how am i also going to be able to manage such a person in my church. And for your church to grow, first you must grow. You cannot give what you don't have. So you must believe that your growth will increase your capacity in certain areas of your life. Say I must grow. Say I must grow. And also understand that anybody doing something bigger than what you were doing might know something that you don't know yet. In John chapter 3, John chapter 3, from verse 1, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. I'm reading the old King James. Don't mind me, eh? Bishop, it definitely said we were born before technology, so <laughs> we still like the D and the Dow. But for your sake, if we need um, a more English, a more Englisher version, we will get it. I just discovered you have all the translation here. But this man, Nicodemus, Bible says that the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Very, very, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? So Jesus answered, Very, very, I say unto you, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not, I say unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listed, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot tell when it cometh, and wherewither it goes. So is everyone that is born of the spirit nicodemus answered and said unto him 
How can these things be? Now, in some of Jesus, catch your Nicodemus. I say, I see you going to fufu no. Or things say, "Me, you know." Obisa Jesus say, "I pay your thing the way I am." How can these things be? Sanima uke ya fufu. I pay your thing and I am. Sometimes you start your church and you gather and you have five people, ten people, twenty people, and you are believing God for growth. And you see somebody who gather hundreds and thousands, like we saw Doctor Yanguichu's church. And the massive number of people you want to ask, how can these things be? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Are thou a master of Israel and knoweth not these things? Hmm. You were a master of Israel. You were a teacher, and you don't know this. We is Israel church, and wouldn't So, the fact that we are called and we are pastors doesn't mean we know everything. So you're We might have gone to Bible school. We might have gone to gotten degrees and masters in things, but still, you still need to. No more. Now, if you walk to school, walk to Bible, to TM, walk to JD, walk to walk to degree, that's so you you to me a shia niyehu niyama bebre. And blesses that everyone who do test and hunger for more of the things of God. Now, a shranka niya a come any osu come enter ne efa niyama eni niyama on. And I know the reason why you are here because you want to grow. Now, when you said the entire world, all person was on the ayeke si and also winning. I thought I'll get a bigger amen. Amen, amen, sir. You see, you think you want your church to grow, but your church can never grow until you first grow. Ah, you move every year, but see, yes, on the any any year, yes, yes. Cause simply, I was so fun. Any year, any year, yes, yes. No, what's on the end to me? Any year, any year, yes, yes. Because the more you learn new things, the more you grow. The more you get to know what you didn't previously know, the more you are increasing. But when you begin to grow, you must continue growing until you become grown. And as human beings, once we live on it, there will always be something new that we must learn. So Nicodemus was a great teacher. He was a Pharisee. And I like his honesty. The Bible said he had observed Jesus and what Jesus had done. So he goes to Jesus by night. Probably people were going to ridicule him that why are you going to this small boy? Or why are you going to this guy? I mean, this guy who just came, who does he know? I mean, what does he know? And it's a normal thing that most of the time we, we criticize things that we don't understand. And there are many of us, there are churches in our localities that may be doing well or doing better than us, and we try to say one or two things against them that is not even the truth. 
Now you move pray, your brother and I cry at Timon and sorry, but one more home or the air, a year near Marcus here. They told me where you cut and send me a fine son of one, a beer and yano correct. Never criticize another man's work. Mancasentia or before for a juma. If you don't understand what is happening there, pray, and if you can find a way of knowing what the person knows. Amen. Amen. The gift and the callings of God are given according to measure. So all of us at various stages in our lives and development, we have what I call capacity there's something you cannot do today you may be able to do tomorrow there are things you don't understand today tomorrow you may understand it's a matter of understanding and appreciating what you know today and what you don't know and what you don't know find somebody who knows it and learn it from him and I'm glad you are here and you are receiving from what Bishop Intefu is pouring onto us amen amen now how many of you have gone to a shop because you were looking for a thing to buy, and when you got there, you saw the thing, what you were looking for. And you were very excited, you found one. But then when you picked it and you saw the price tag, you put the thing down. And left the shop. Has it happened to you before? Now, why did you put it down? Now, didn't you need it? Don't you want your church to grow? But sometimes the price to pay for the church growth. Because the cost you can't afford, you drop the item and come out. And it's like, oh, she's here. I mean, but why is this too expensive? And you may say a lot of things. The question is, did you need it? I'm asking you, do you need your church to grow? Do you want your church to grow? Are you ready to pay the price? Are you ready to pay the price? We need to understand that when you have a calling, there are prices you have to pay to make your calling sure. 
as I say, a Tiasia say, so or Frebia, I could cheer me away as I see it to me, Tiasa, the Abaya, or Frenemy to me, Aye, Jumanabu. There are things we need to do to make sure that we have developed and we have grown ourselves to be able to grow whatever assignment God gives us. Now, and you may be, oh, as I see it to me, Aye, said the Abaya, or Frena, when you're media friend, and a Juman or the Shayans, and you to me, Aye. And coming to a meeting like this, you are in the right place. I say you are in the right place. And take important whatever you are learning from here. Amen. Amen. Now, why will you drop the item when you saw the price tag? Because you didn't have what it takes. So when you come for church growth conference, you are coming to take what it takes to grow your church. Now have you found out that sometimes after you drop it and go, another person comes and pick four of the same and <laughs> drop it in the basket and go and buy a leaf. Mm. What is the difference? Mm. Say what it takes. Mm. Say what it takes. What it takes. Lift up your right hand and say, Father, give me what it takes. Give me what I need to take my community, to take the city, to grow my church. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So your capacity is being enhanced by the things you are learning. Growth will bring you exposure. And let me say this. If you come to a place like this, don't only come and sit here and hear what is being preached. At least go round and catch inspiration. Because everything you see here, there's a wisdom to it. Everything you see here, there's a reason behind it. So you can go around and see the building construction, see the seating, see the arrangement, see the stage, see things in here, and dream it that one day you can do likewise. There are things that will be taught some things you must catch amen amen so first seek your growth say my growth say my growth and for your growth it doesn't matter how old you are by existence whether you are young grown or whatever you can still grow and it is not too late to grow. 
I love Nicodemus. Nicodemus of Penas Jesus said you were a teacher and you don't know this. You are a pastor and you don't know this. Yes. Mm. But he learned. And Nicodemus became a very good friend of Jesus. That at the burial of Jesus, Nicodemus was he and Joseph Arimathea put money together. To get Jesus buried. Wow. Now Nicodemus, but yeah, yes, you know, because he made him die. Yes, we know. Or then Joseph Arimathea, how much can come? I could see Jesus. Now you must understand that when Jesus, in the parable of talent in Matthew chapter twenty-five, he said he gave one five, one two, and one one, according to their several abilities. And you and I can tell of the outcome because the one who had five really, really multiplied it. The one who had two multiplied it. The one who had one, his ability showed. He didn't want to hide it. You can be genuinely called, but you can sleep over your calling. You can have a wish and a desire for your child to grow. You may wish it, but you may never see it. Because you must work. Say, I must work. Say, I must work. If Bishop Interfo tells you where he stays and when he comes here and when he leaves, he's called. Your passion, oh, put your hands together for him. Your passion for the things you have been called to do must be without break. You must be passionate. So desire to grow. Grow in your ministry. Grow in your prayer life. Grow in your preaching. And I repeat it. Grow in your preaching. And I repeat it. Grow in your preaching. Because you must understand that the people you are preaching to today, they are growing by what you are teaching them. So if you have not grown in over the five years, every time the same, 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 you may see some of them not coming to church. Not that a demon is sucking them, your church is no longer attractive. They love you, they love your church. They love you. They love the church. They have fellowship members in there. But what is coming forth is no longer blessing them. Amen. Amen. Now, how many of us? Well, let me not act, but <laughs> a friend of mine one day, 
and he was starting a church. Then he was complaining. He said that when he gathered the people, after they come and they, you know, at the time they need to have been supporters and helpers in the church, they leave and join an existing church somewhere and that kind of thing. And he was complaining. And as I said, well, it's good. They didn't backslide. It's good. But if they were in your church, it would have been better. People grow. And when people grow, they look for things that befit their growth. Listen, I grew up in a village. I mean, when I was in class six, we were four, the whole class. We were four. So if you are not first, second, third, we are last. So we need first, second, and third. worry. The the life there was cool. I still go there. But when I go there this time, some of the things I used to enjoy, I don't enjoy them anymore. Because, because I've grown, my tastes have changed. I've been exposed to other things superior and better than what I was used to. We must understand that human beings, once we grow, a lot of things, a lot of aspirations, a lot of social networking and environment preferences change. They love Jesus. But they've grown. They love the Lord. But they've grown. So whilst loving Jesus, look out for things that will befit their current realities and communicate the same to them. To some of us, why they are while they are church members, they should be church members every now and then. And what we do here is what we keep doing. Excuse me, when people grow, respect that they are grown and deal with them appropriately. You know, there was a choir master I had. And uh, he used to punish the choristers. I'm not going to ask you whether they do that in your church, but in some of you in your churches, some people punish your department members. And he was doing that because he copied it from the then choir master he had had previously. So one day I met him and I said, Uncle, then when you were being punished, you were a student. And that was say, Hey, Wafa, can I not hear you? I'm going to go to school. 
I mean, when young church, you know, you come there, everybody was a student, you were schoolboys, and what we knew of, 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 of punishment is kneel down or do this or do that. Now you are leading people who are married, people who are working in places, and you are asking them to kneel down because they love the Lord. So there are many of us, some of the things we saw done elsewhere, we didn't even know why it was done that way. But don't repeat the same thing unless you understand that this is why it was done. You start your church with youngsters, that is good. They are a powerful people to start with. Sometimes you can have a lot of things. I mean, they have useful exuberance. We are going this, we are doing this, we are doing But later on, you can see them. They are marrying, they are having children. I mean, they are getting to a stage where they need other things and time for other things to be done. Then you release them. Are you here? So grow. Zeal is good. But I have zeal with knowledge. Anointing is good. But growth is part of the anointing. The apostle Peter, in Acts chapter 5, Bible says, the shadow of Peter was healing the sick. Was doing powerful things. But still Jesus had to trade him further, when he asked him to go to the house of Cornelius, Peter said, I don't go to places like that. Thank you. So there are some of us, our churches may not grow because of own tradition. Things we believe for a long time, that is wrong. Maybe you saw it practice in some church in 1950-something and you still think it's very, very relevant today. So God told Peter to go to the house of Cornelius and per the revelation, Peter said, I've I've not dealt with this. I don't eat this kind of things. When you read Acts chapter 10, the Bible says a vision came to Peter and Peter was contesting the vision. God said, rise, kill, and eat. Peter said, no, I don't eat these things. After it all, the Holy Ghost have to 
reinforce it by telling Peter that two men are looking for you. Go with them. Don't doubt anything. So Peter goes to Cornelius' house. Get an experience. And his first comment was, Now I know that God is not a respecter of persons. Now one would have expected that a man with a shadow Healing the sex, you know everything. But he didn't. God used another occasion to let him have a truth that was necessary because going to Cornelius' house was chain growth. It was souls. It was church planting. It was the Gentiles revival. So he went there and while she was talking to him, the Holy Ghost fell on them. Then that one just blew everything up. So we must be ready to learn more. We might be ready to learn more. We might be ready to study. We might be ready to connect. We might be ready to find out from people why they are doing what they are doing and get notes from them. Amen. Amen. I don't know whether you have had somebody leave your church before, but people leave us every time. Much as we don't like it, they will leave. Except you must close your back door. Amen. Amen. You must close your back door. But people can love you and at a point even though they love you, if what other thing they are looking for is not forthcoming, they will keep a relationship with you, but they may not come to your church. You become their friend. Because, you know, now, now, every human being is a consumer. Like people come to our churches with expectation. When you win a soul and he comes to church, he has an expectation. When they are taught to become workers in the church, there's a way they adjust. But first, see every human being as a consumer. And consumers are not patient at all. Sometimes when you get to the filling station and there are four cars there and you think you can't wait, you just move and went to the other places. That is how our world has become. So there are people who come to church 
and they test us they test the church mm. they want to check you out they check out everything I mean, your building, your what environment, that? your compound, your preaching, your dressing, preaching. your relationship, and all sorts of things. And every pastor should be mindful of these things. That when people come to your church for the first time, they come with their own marking scheme. So what you have, you give unto them. So you must grow. It is Amen. You must grow. When the people you have are growing, you must always come out with truth. That will keep them growing. I've sat in a meeting where church members were complaining that they are not growing in their church. We have to move the pastor and send a new person there. They said, Pastor, we love our pastor. He's a good man. But he's not doing anything. We are not growing. We are not growing. Listen, I mean, it is very, very bad for your children to be in your home and say we are not growing. May that not be your story. May your ministry bless your people. May it challenge them. May it empower them. In the book of Acts, chapter 19, verse 1 to 7. In Acts, chapter 19, are you here? Are you here or you have gone home? Now watch this in Acts chapter 9. The Bible says, and it came to pass while Apollos was at Corinth. Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus. And finding certain disciples, he found a church. And he said unto them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. I mean, look at you this morning, the way you were hearing about the Holy Ghost. I was just enjoying it. I'm waiting for the seventh, eight, nine, and the ten to uh, now, this scripture re-emphasizes the importance of the Holy Ghost in church building. 
Now this is the apostle Paul who have come to meet a church and the first question is asking them is have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Now where apostle Paul we to a sorry The people said Holy Ghost what is that? We have not heard. We have not heard about that kind of stuff. So he asks them again, "Unto what then were ye baptized?" And they said, "Unto John's baptism." Now, why do you think these people will know only John's baptism? Now, I come to Acts chapter eighteen. Verse 24. He says, And a certain Jew named Apollos, born at Alexandra, an eloquent man, and mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. So this is Apollos. Apollo was an apostle. Apollo, no, called. I am your friend. Doing ministry. Ah, why are you a The Bible said he was eloquent. The Bible said nanwate onimkasapa and mighty in the scriptures. Na onimtrosem numpa onimtrosem numsem. So one will think that one of them person is mighty in scriptures. He knows everything. It will be better not to say, Papa, we are your smartphone. Onimtrosem numno. He didn't know everything. No onimbi onim niyeme nina. He knew some. Onimibi. He didn't know all. Na onimibi so. Me standing here, there are things I don't know. So I still learn. I read. I learn. Last week, I introduced Bob Surge in one of our churches. And, and Bob Surge is a prolific praise and worship leader now, in America. Very now, powerful. I mean, Bob Surge, I read his book, Spreading Worship. I bought it 19 something in Toronto and I gave it to my praise and worship leader. He read it and said, Pastor, I didn't know I was joking. Hey, now what to whom I bring praise and worship leader? No, KV or the software, in the media. In fact, I gave it to our present worship leader, I mean the leader in ICGC, she saw it and said, these things, I've been looking for it, I've never found it in any book. So, she was coming to one of our churches and the pastor called me to come and introduce him. So, after I got that book, that blessed me, you know, I, I bought a lot of books that he buy. By this time, he comes with all the volumes of books he's written. So, I told one of the younger pastors that, please, get me a copy of every book she brought. Listen, last house is blessed. Oh, you are blessed. You are blessed. Look at books by Bishop Dagwood Mills and all other books by 
Bishop in Telfall ah, and other associates. I'm telling you, you are blessed. Hey, Buy the books. Tohumano. If you are clapping, clap well. Buy the books. Tohumano. And read them. Now what King Kang? I'm repeating. I say buy the books. And read them. Last year I was doing a send-off service for one of our pastors who was moving across crowd to another place. And uh, his church. You could see that the church people wish their pastor were not going. So I was preaching to them and I told them that I I know what they are feeling, but life, everything you have in life is like a book. Every book you have in your library is either a book you bought or a book you borrowed. Now, normally when we buy books, we don't read it with the same seriousness. Because it's your own book. Maybe read one chapter, two chapter. Oh, it's a book. book, book, book. Then you put it there. And it's like any time you need it, you go for it. But when you borrow somebody's book and said, oh, okay, I can give it to you for three weeks. And you know after three weeks, the owner will come for it. You read it. Treat your calling as a book you borrowed. Listen. And put pressure on yourself to fulfill your calling. It's not as if the thing is there and you can turn to any time because a time is coming you will not even get the opportunity to use what God gave you again. It's your calling, but we are called within a time frame. Today, today we are strong, another time we may not be. So treat every day as special, treat every moment as special. And make sure that you were doing the best with what God has given you. Amen. Wow. Hey. See your church as a church you borrowed. <laughs> Especially if you are like me, that could be transferred. Or bishop, in for that could be moved. Then you do your best. And you know, and I'll send the church members that. I'm sure many of you, when your pastor was there, you thought it's your pastor. So when he calls for meetings, you won't come. Today he's going. And then walk up. 
Many of you wish you have stayed longer. And some of you wish you have said, oh, pastor, let him be with her for the next six months. But it's not there, he's leaving. So grow. So Apollos, the Bible says, was an eloquent man and mighty in scriptures. The Bible said, verse 25, that this man instructed in the way of the Lord and being fervent in the spirit, he spoke and taught diligently the things of the Lord. Knowing only the baptism of John. Knowing only. Fervent in spirit. Mighty in scriptures. Yet knowing only. Knowing only. And if you watch it, the Bible said, after ministry, the Bible said that, and he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly. Me, time I'm invited to go and preach somewhere, my legs wobble. Because I know only some parts. Somebody may be there who know the Alpha and Omega. And that is what makes us depend on the Holy Spirit. But we must desire to grow. 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 Any opportunity you get, grow. Read anything. Read anything. Listen to anything. Grow. Hmm. Grow. One of the things, one of the last things the late Archbishop Idahosa told us when we were leaving school is that he said, listen to other preachers, read to other people's books, and revise your notes. Mm. Revise it. Now, as some Archbishop Benson in the house, I'm school. Now, some of catch them. say, "Muntie, I preach. Muntie, I suffer for fraud. Now, one can't come home. Now, what can't come home? Now, what do you want? Note now, near what you know. Science system, system for bishop. Now, you be film. So you need to listen. It is say, "What muntie? The books here. If you don't have them, get them. When you go read them. And who man I want? Who need be a? But more than that, who can can can? Amen. Amen. You know." I was thinking about something I told some pastors that if every year you, the pastor, give yourself, or every four years you take it like you have been elected as the president of Ghana and you have four years, <laughs> ask yourself, what will you do your first hundred days? What will you do in your first two years? road. When will you do it? If it's in your constituency. Then measure yourself whether you were doing what is right. Now, and it's good to put 
a certain leverage on yourself and certain target on yourself and make sure you are working towards improving yourself say improving myself improving myself say improving myself improving myself na it is nyabi ba na dream e na o ka kire obi nim say fa ne say ya for your man penny and as we embrace she bedwani aya for e fie nine bi so we say e dey di kind o ha no e dey na o be ye e ye kaso abodua so contemporary no say wo on personal so e dey na o be ye e ti we software for one more thing say the piano we be to me a picture winning e wo nyame mu amen amen but listen people boycott places when they don't see growth or progress that's a encrofo e po emiamia ana baby say omo tena ho na mu nyia omo ko obiem they boycott omo ko obiem that's why we left the villages and came to the city etna yeah yet ye mu bi ye fie cross ne abanka akromai may people not boycott your church i said may people not boycott your church may they celebrate your ministry may they love your church amen amen so grow in your spirituals grow in your spirituals grow in your spirituals the next thing to grow is grow in your environment grow the environment grow the environment people leave places to areas where they deem appropriate and befitting When people stay in a place and they get more money, they move. Hey, encrofrat, encrofort, na baby fa kuno mu nyesika, omu tu bata. No, some people when they get money and they build, sometimes they say, "I want to go to East Lagos, I want to go to Eporozenshi area, I want to go." You know. Na encrofort, na baby, no mu nyesika, omu se hadiye mintu mintrabio. Me pesa me ko East Lagos Hills, me ko Trazaku, me pesa me ko tra sa trabia. Are you here? Oh ha. Can I ask you a question? If somebody stays in our area here and the person is chosen to become an appeals court judge mm. or a superior court, Supreme Court judge, Supreme court. do you think the person will be made to stay here? <laughs> Why? because he's been elevated and the elevation demands and necessitate a certain environment say a certain environment a certain environment say a certain environment a certain environment so build your church your church is going to have the environment that will make your members when they are elevated in society because that is your prayer that is your push that when your members become what you want them to become they will still see your church as befitting and appropriate for some cases you are the dna you know it is what sorry no you are so no ever quiet say members no say you go for your madam na omu peja ever abrabo emu said you are ever come as what yeah so come come in you are brabo emu omu to me atna asaso ni muana Say my church environment. Say my church environment. Sorry, 
It is not wrong to begin in a classroom. It's good. Oh, no. But don't remain there. Now what shall I say a classroom? And your bonnet now so meant now. It's good to start small somewhere. But even in the small, make sure the environment is decent enough. Think about your growth. Think about your environment. I was starting a church in Takwa. And um, I had a... the HR manager of one of the gold mines coming to church. And she was coming because she was already a member of ICGC who was in Accra, who had been moved down there. So, uh, as a matter of course, she will come because of, you know, he's a church member. Yeah. She will come. And um, there were five managers. She was the only black. The rest were white. So one day... I was just talking, I said, oh, so why don't you invite, invite your colleague managers that they visit, I mean, they visit the church one day and that kind of thing. Then you know what he said? He said, pastor, you the not want Because you know what? When we are having service, you see a cow moving and chopping by some rubbish by the church side. You see somebody bathing the baby around. I mean, it was a place we began. I mean, we began. We began. It was my manger. We began. We began from there. We began from there. And at that time, some people would never be attracted to the place. If Jesus himself Christ was there, they won't come. Remember, human beings believe in packaging. Human beings begins believes in packaging. So whilst I was there as my gathering point, I was looking at where to go next. Because sometimes your location can be an inhibitor. To the kind of people you attract. So we moved after we started in March, April, May, June, July, August, September. We left the place. Now, when I was there, people know ICGC is here. But, you know, somebody will come and hide somewhere and just shoot people and go back and that kind of stuff. But when we left, just the place we were, some people felt, I think this one is a little user-friendly and they started coming. 
I pray that God will give you a better meeting place. Amen. An environment that will be attractive and that people will love to come. Amen. 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 It's good where you are. It's good where you began, but don't remain there. So your environment. Grow your environment. Grow your environment. Make where your church is decent. I remember the first time I came to church growth. I spoke on what I call church outlook. Now church growth church outlook when jesus asked the disciples who do men say that i am and they gave what people say then he asked them who do you say that i am your church in the community is known by the people there's a way you are known in the community you dress too much. you dress too much. small boys. Or you are something. I mean, always it's another name or whatever. But in the same way, there may be people in the community where you are who know your church, who may never come to your church, but they will boldly and confidently recommend other people to come to your church. There are some times they will look at the person's posture, his persona, what he believes and what he likes, and they said, as for you, I think this church will help you. And they will come and show you a church, and they themselves will go away. Oh, but some guys say, "What did you do?" And pay me, pray. And confirm what Brown so much. We are show be. Oh, we just said you need to know the tibia. Etia, no matter what, I saw where the effatau. No more casadie. Oh, my, how much we need to know? Sebraha. So, create an environment. Where people will love to be in that environment. I mean, how many of you, I mean, don't enjoy here? I mean, you come in here, you enjoy here, there's a big space, you go in here, you enjoy things. Last week, I was at the Bible school at Mampong. I just admired the place, enjoyed the place. I was walking on the snake route, you know, and I said, wow. And you can decide just to go and be there. Church must be fun. Hmm. Our place of worship, place of meeting should be a place where after church, people will want to hang around, hmm. interact, and meet with members, hmm. and be there for a long time. I remember there was a time I told my church, these days we are going to close early. When they are closing, they can say, hey, no, what point? You need to be a call. You need to be a call. 
And this Sunday, I said, okay, this time I'll respond it. You need an environment decent enough that you can bring anyone in society to the place and you are confident that he is coming to meet something that befits the person. Oh, bon, What sorry? As I say, a year baby, a whole year nika, na a whole year fair. Ah, obia if it be impoba, na oba sorry one in the bechi. Okay, na sorry one, na just say oba mama pontem, na oba pontem umpua. Enko fani enko fi obisa ose. Yedi baby ako, eti baby a what sorry one? Sisi ho, ah obi baby fi yasa fani ni naba, obi tumi aba sorry one. So grow your infrastructure. Eti woda ano, sisi woda na dan ni yaka maneni. Grow your infrastructure. Periodically seek for things that deserve maintenance or replacement and repairs and do it. Very, very important. Washrooms. <laughs> Washrooms. Baby, I'm not for Johnson. Yes, you are. one of the most neatest. As I say, you be beer. And what say? Smelling nice. I will shum. Sent no Decent. I will say. Not a lock place where people will go and line up for a long time. And you be beer. I'm not for a cotton something. As a matter of fact, I visited. Three of our churches some years back, and they were building new auditoriums and they didn't have washrooms. I look at the pastor, I say, You were bushman. Oh, I'm not sorry. Not sorry, Marco, Marco, me and Saint Fiabia Chum. Oh, Musia, so down for floor. Now, it's a night piano, baby, a John Sodier, and Mama Jimu, and Rocatra say, Ah, Sabi Sabi, we could have seen. And you know, it's not far, far away. Here, 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 here. I mean, Accra. So I have the pastor. So what? I, in fact, if I go to any church, because what I've learned is that once you put people together, mm. by all means, mm. some may need these places. So I went to visit the building. I asked the pastor, "So what are your washroom?" The pastor said, "No, that one is in phase two. <laughs> I said, "Really?" But when they come to church in face one, won't they do this? Pastors, we love the Lord. We love the souls. But please, the souls you love are human beings. Mm. And as Christian, it's a characteristic of a human being. Mm. I say as Christian, mm. it's a characteristic of a human being. Mm. Once you are going to gather people, you may get pregnant women, you may get children, you may get this, you may get that. So look out and make sure you provide decent wash rooms. Give the Lord a clap oh, of
Listen, you can love the Lord and be caught up by zeal. Mm. Listen, even Jesus, when he had gathered people for a long time and they were hungry, hey. he thought of them and fed them. He knew the bread he gave them was not the salvation he brought. But they needed it. The people need some place of comfort to come and receive the word. So think of your infrastructure. Think of your infrastructure. Accessibility to your place. And make sure, you know, people find it easier to get to where you are. Because in this era of fast development, the blue kiosk you use as your point, the next time they do the road, they'll move the blue kiosk from there. Then people will get there and say, Where the brokers? You who broke yours? No, you won't broke. Say, Ah, oh, bisa, bisa, bisa. No, 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 no. Make it easier. Tell somebody, make it easier. Then they said, You will see a two point a yakasia. Sal broke yours in the little kiosk now. What the chinacano? Oh, but do a biasadano, near two canons, near page four. So it was a little kiosk in the broke yours. And why it's a nipper and who be beer. What's on the wall? I'm a Amen. Amen. So grow your infrastructure. One of the things I've told myself is that I don't want to get people raw born again, grow with them for three years, five years, six years, and when they become president of Ghana, they will see my church not qualifying to harbor them. <laughs> Say God forbid. Say God forbid. Your church should be able to make disciples, let the disciples grow, become statesmen and big men in, in a nation, and still found your church. A befitting place to come. Now, Titi Esiafo, now Omuni, no me any particular, our Brabuemu, any Abemu, now Omuni, Poya Cassiopo, Omusa, I saw ready a fatami, some of it, Etienne and Copon Asset. I remember many years ago in Cape Coast, we had a then Municipal Chief Executive coming to our church. Municipal as the Chief Executive, no more about Omas, and people were telling her that no. Why are you going to this small, small boys' church? <laughs> you don't fit there. You don't fit there. Don't go there. You know, this kind. But, but she loved the Lord. And, but eventually, you know, they worried her. So we can cry. Then you'll be going somewhere. And listen, society sometimes know how to apportion status to churches. Mm. And think that some churches is more befitting to certain dignitaries than others. May your church be a befitting church. I say may it be a befitting church. Amen. The people in JHS today, SHS today, university today, 
who have started working in tomorrow when they become governors of Bank of Ghana, may they stay, find your church commendable and attractive for them to be there. they go back to the old churches. My mother church. Yeah. You may be young. When I was growing, I remember 1969, Buzia, 72, a I don't know what church Buzia and a champion attended. But Rollins, Catholic. Mm. Liman. I think he is also a Catholic. Catholic. Mm. Um, Papa President Kufo, Kalik. After Kufo was who? Atamels. Methodist. Your Mahama. Assemblies of God. The current one. Anglican. Anglican. It is unpainful way in a Omo Asolibia Omoko. It's time that charismatics we get a president. But it will happen. I say it will happen. It will happen. It will happen. We'll get, I mean, we'll get chief justice. We'll get chief justice. Governors of Bank of Ghana. And, I mean, it will happen. And every pastor here begin to think about it. Begin to think about it because could you imagine? That the Electoral Commissioner of Ghana is in your church. Well, he is a favor, so to say. But assuming the Electoral Commissioner from other African countries come to Ghana and they said, We want to go to your church with you on Sunday. And he looked at it, said, hey, My church. Sit down, just sit down. Say, eh, my Look, I know a pastor that a professor had visited his community and the professor said that, oh, you are a pastor, it's okay, son, I want to come to your church. In fact, the pastor to me said, I took him to another church. Hey, so for pa, and the 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 
of the community. Oh, my church is there, but you know, for you, let me take to another church. I want to be able to take the person to my church. I said, I want to be able to take the person to my church. And let the person come and see my church. Now, do you know some of us here? Where you are staying today, you don't want outdooring to be done there. <laughs> He said, oh, pastor, I want to come and name my baby at church. So why? Let's come and say, no, 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 pastor, you let's come to church. Because you know where you are now. Can I preach on? Preach on! So, in the same way that even your own home, sometimes some things you know that no, this one should be done elsewhere. The same thing happened to churches. Said you feel people to me, and you may be a you may be a you know, and so So build the church. That will be capable of hosting. Everybody. Hosting everybody. Hosting great men of God. Hosting president. Hosting visitors. And anybody comes in there and he feels like, wow, I like the place. So, pastor, grow. Grow in your mind. Grow in excellence. Think big. And grow. Grow your infrastructure. And grow the networking ability of your church. Networking ability. Say networking ability. Say networking ability. So that when your members become big in society, mm. they can network with their co-equals and bring them to your church. And they may not have to do too many of explaining to people that, oh, you know, oh, no, 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 no. Let them come and just walk in there. Amen. There is something I taught my church workers. And this is what I said. I said that in Calvary Temple, every service is a special service. Now, this is what I meant. At what time do we say we are doing special service? There is an additional event. Well, I mean, there's a child dedication or there's one event that is bringing in visitors whether there's a guest speaker or whatever because I asked my church you can't tell when visitors will come or will not come but when you are in your home and you are cooking for yourself and you know there's no visitor you cook anyhow yeah. You just cook it. You put it in plastic or anything, sit on the floor. 
and just eat it. But the day you know someone else is coming, other than somebody in the house, there's a way you do it. And you do it, and you do it with that intention, so that the person who is coming will also get a good taste of what is coming to me. Amen. Amen. Pastors, so will come to your church for the first time in a weekday meeting. So service. Do you think he will see something that will make him like your church, or he will see something that will put him off? sometimes we pastors ourselves we run down our own weekday meetings so Sunday becomes the high peak we are huge we dress well the other services, anybody can do any other thing. Treat all your services equally important. I say treat all your services equally important. I've seen the power of God move mightily sometimes in weekday meetings or on Sunday services. Because, like if anybody will come to my church at any time you come there, come and meet something decent that speaks of Christ. Come and meet something attractive that talks that this is the church of Jesus Christ. Take Every aspect of your church serious. Tell your church workers, your choristers, whatever. Don't let them belittle anything because when you pray on Tuesday, you expect God to hear it like you will hear on Sunday. Amen. Amen. So grow. Grow. Growth is not God's fault. Growth is something you must endeavor grow. You can exist by number of days, but may not grow. When I talk of growth, I'm talking of you getting quality content into your life and you increasing in weight knowing things you do amen amen so grow spiritually be hungry anytime for truth Pray anytime for growth. Learn to improve your church. Learn to improve and get better ways of doing things. 
Lift up your right hand. Say I'm growing. Say it's my responsibility. To grow. Amen. I have learned that everything God gives us in life, He holds us accountable for it. So you are accountable for the group of your church. You are accountable for the development of your ministry, your gift, and your calling. Now, what do you know, it is said that every year, certain amount of products, after they have been made and released to the market, are recalled. That is when the thing goes out and they discover a deficiency or a fault with what they did. They call it. So sometimes Toyota will recall a certain number of vehicles that these vehicles, uh, the users say there's failure with the brake and they so they recall them. Either they are replaced or the thing is repaired and sent back. Sometimes they say seat belt. So they recall. Doubting, we call it manufacturer's defect. When the manufacturer makes a fault, he is responsible for it. And every good manufacturer, for his namesake and for his brand equity, will recall the faulty items to improve it before he gives it back into the world. God created the heaven and the earth. The earth was without form and void. God did a recall. The Bible says, and the spirit of the Lord moved. God created the earth again. When God saw a fault with what he has made, he recalled it and created it again. So before God created man to dwell on the earth, the earth had been recalled and corrected. Mm. So this earth God gave us is an earth without blemish. The calling you have, God gave it to you in its complete form. The rest is us. The second area where fault comes is what I call user carelessness. Now, 
one shot ye. Use that recklessness. Nipa no one shot at the end of ye. It's not the end of saying. I heard Bishop Dark said something. He said, There are some people that God have called, but they are very, very dishonest. Bishop Dark can say, And unfaithful to their calling. What can say be your tears and crophobia and yamia frobono? Oh, Mundin, you could have a mom of friend. You can get a very brand new Mercedes Benz and just drive from here to Port Jersey and break the car. Now you bet you have more Mercedes, Fufra, Robert, Tia Robert. Mercedes will be cheer for Port Jersey, Quantum Ponos, Oberquabanat, Kana say. Can hit a portal boom and bust your tires. Oh, can I get no? Can I? Your recklessness. Who bet me a cheer for Portosum, Natana Powers, Tire, and Yawani, and Yawa, what a one shot you see. Your calling is unique. Your calling is perfect. How you use it. Your gifts are solid. The grace is abounding. The apostle Paul said, I don't frustrate the grace. In other words, what I receive from the Lord I work seriously with it. So let's take our calling seriously. And whatever we desire to do, our churches will grow. I say your churches will grow. I say your churches will grow. The fact that you came here and with what you are hearing, and the prayer you are saying here, next year some of you will come here with testimonies. So Because I know some of you, you have already planning what you are going to change and what you are going to put and what you are going to get them. And as you get in there and begin to put that, listen, some people will come to your church at a point you ask yourself that ah. Where are they coming from? <laughs> so, as a matter of fact, in Sakumono, there was a time when we were in the yellow and white tent. A time came, I was asking my sister pastor, ah, what did we do? Because we're having overflow. We started second service then. Then I began to think through, ah, what did we do? What would we do? And people are coming to church, just like that. Maybe there were things I was doing that they didn't know I was doing the right thing. But there are times whilst you normally, normal, say normal. Normal. Say normal. Normal. Just being yourself. And yourself is living as a called person. Dedicated to your prayer. Servicing God. Servicing the people. Teaching the people. Getting involved in things that you ought to do. Oh, please, your harvest will be great. Amen. People will come to your church. People Amen. will rise to your church. Amen. And listen, prayer, eh? And when you have gotten the things right and God begins to bring the increase. God. Hmm. I'm telling you. Some people come to your church and they ask you, who brought you here? They said, I came myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. Because it got to a point that in flashes, Somebody passes, ah, I think I like this church. I want to visit the church. 
And listen, there are people who are looking for churches to go. Mm. Mm. Let me repeat it. There are people who are looking for churches to go. Grow and grow the church. I've had interaction with Christians. One of my members had built elsewhere and he moved to the community. So he failed because of distance. He's trying to look for a church close by so that he can go. He tried after some time he came back and said, why? He said, no, the places I go, I think I like it. You know, there were churches all right. But they knew only. <laughs> there were churches all right. People were there. But sometimes people get a certain taste that they want the taste in wherever they go. Sometimes people get exposed to certain things and that becomes their level. I was talking to a young lady who said, oh, we're all going to this church, my mom and herself. Then I went to SHS and when I came out and I went to the church and I saw that, no, I had grown the place. (laughs) And I'm telling you, all of us, we left some churches. I say all of us, we left some churches. Why did you live there? Why did you live there? Rise on your feet. Sorry, you know, now, so. oh. <laughs> Just lift up your right hand and begin to talk to God. Begin to talk to God. Get a desire, a desire in your heart. A desire in your heart. A desire in your heart. In the name of Jesus. Laba katase katakata. That you will be hungry for growth. You'll 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 be hungry for growth. That the Lord will help you to grow. The Lord will help you to grow. The Lord will help you to grow. The Lord will make you hungry. In the name of Jesus. That the Lord will open your eyes. That you will see what you don't see. That the Lord will make you know what you don't know. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Take your seat. Say, Lord, I want to grow. 
Lord, I want to know more. Lord, I want to know better. A friend of mine one day called me and said, Kujo, I want to come and see you. I want you to tell us some of the things that you people do that you are able to attract middle class into your church. And I told him, we didn't attract them, we made them. Sometimes when you start, whoever you get, see a potential in the person. Amen. Amen. Sometimes we are too quick to look for big fishes. But the fishes you see small today will become big tomorrow. I said the fishes you see small today will become bigger tomorrow. Amen. Just feed them. Feed them. Feed them as they are. Be patient with them as they are. And serve them. I mean, I have, I have members in my church today who are big in this nation. Some of them, I help them to fill their university forms. I told them, go and read this course. Go and do this. Go and do this. Do this. Now I look at them and I say, wow. Amen. Amen. Now in your growth, one of the things you must learn is how to develop enduring followership. Enduring followership. See, enduring followership. And that is that the people who are following you today will follow you tomorrow and forever. In John chapter 6, Verse 59 to 68. John chapter 59. He said, This thing said he in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Does this offend you? What? And if you shall see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before. It is the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you that believe not, for Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not and who should betray him. And he said, Therefore said, I unto you that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my father. And let's all read this together. Ready, go. From that time, many of these 
disciples went back and walked no more with him. If it's somebody and they for the pray, at this high, no more in the Ebium. Pastors, as of all, have you wondered one day that, you know, on a Saturday night, and you ask yourself, what if tomorrow nobody comes to church? Now, what you will be saying, will say, hey, Timmy, what you want, remember, they will be saying, what's him say, hey, a Debbie Bow, a Debbie Banners will be a master, I may have But this is Jesus. The Bible said Jesus spoke. He taught truth, said truth. Now, yes, we can no crash wrong. And that truth didn't sink well with them. And the Bible says from that time, many, many, many of the disciples went and walked no more with him. I don't know whether you have a benefit of having somebody who was in your church who have left and gone back to the father's church. But what this scripture is teaching that there are some people who are following you today, it can be that they may not follow you tomorrow. So in, in our growing, you need to grow the qualities and the characteristics that will make you have enduring followership. Say enduring followership. Your church will grow when the people that are in remain for newer ones to be added. I remember one time we were in a pastor's meeting and uh, everybody is reporting on the stage. One pastor stood up and said that, well, over there in my place, I will mention the name. <coughs> Excuse me. He said, the people are leaving. But some are coming. Oh my, I saw for you, mu. Now saw for Obi, Ebu, now saw my counter. But I saw you say, baby, I've been wanting you. I'm not going to die. Sorry, now saw Ebi Eba. It's good to have your seat full, but it's not healthy if you are not able to assimilate the people who come to you and they leave. And there are various reasons why people leave our churches. And I pray that your grounds will be a retaining ground. I say, I pray that your ground will be a retaining ground. There's something I told myself when I started ministry that if you stay in my church for six weeks, mm. you shouldn't go again. But you know, that should work when the other things Bishop in temple have told us are in place. Your prayer life, the Holy Spirit activation and the anointing and the thing that makes the church 
a place where people want to dwell. So remember that people can listen to you and sometimes after preaching they get offended at what you preached. You know, it's good. We have all these senior men of God today, Bishop Dag, uh, Dr. Tabel, Bishop Akinasari, and uh, all these Bishop Ampiakov. When we're growing, uh, people were lambasting our preaching. The existing churches they say we are arrogant, we are this, we are they called us names. But we endured and survived. At the point they were calling mushroom churches. They don't have cemetery. We survived. We survived. Now they give us right hand of fellowship. Why don't you put your hands together for the things of God? And we must understand that. In the same way the existing churches fight newer churches. Sometimes your members fight new members and join your church. Listen. Sometimes the reason why your church is not growing is your current members. For human beings, eh? Meanwhile, somebody preached to us and we came home. And when we came, we managed to get a space. And when we got a space, we are protecting the space. I don't want anybody to come in there. Sometimes you go for your department meetings and people are questioning new ones. Ah, but this one to when did he come? Because of even a And every pastor should be mindful that periodically you break this cancer. To let the members allow other people to enroll and get themselves folded in the church. Because some people, when they come, they create territories. They become territorial. Territorial. Especially those of us who started young and people join us and they are in there. I mean, there are some they say that me, I'm, I'm the church pillar. I'm the church pillar. And you know, pillars don't move. And as some people in your church, they get angry if you make a decision and you don't tell them. Oh yeah, very territorial. 
Very, very territorial. In church group, you call it ethnicitis. They form a core, they form themselves, themselves, ourselves. What makes people leave churches? Misunderstanding. Misunderstanding. Some people want convenience and comfort. And they are not committed to help grow the church. People should know that if you want a church to grow, then you don't come to church just because of what you will get. You come to church so that another believer will look on you as inspiration to also come to church. And that is why we have to pray for your flock for this understanding. I listened to Dr. Yongicho once and said that among his leaders, he prays and casts out devils from them. He casts disunity, he casts things that will make people become too personal at the expense of the church's progress. As a pastor, we love the members. And loving them and teaching them and helping them, sometimes they take that thing too personal to themselves that somebody can come to church and sit down and if the next person sitting by him or her, he doesn't know the person, you look at the thing and shift a little in here. So continually let your members know that we were once sinners that were saved. And there are other sinners that must be saved. Listen, you know what? And some of the people will not go out to win so-so. But after others have gone and they have come. Ah. Hey, I will never remember a day I was in a church. I woke up early morning, follow up a convert, brought a person to church. And an elder woman met and said, Where is your scarf? Oh, was in the rain free? And yep, pull off something and put it, and he covered the persons. After church, he never came to church again. Hmm. 
at least let the person go. Later on, when he has got you to know what the practices are, she will get into it. Wow. But this one, no, 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 no. What you mean? You can't transfer anymore. Often you sue any bank that you defeat. We are saying, "Often metrum kakrankra afimu afibaku obi shiye shiye ni ekoso ewa sonmo." No, no, so I beg to say, "Wo." Ah, Reverend Yaminshirao. Wow. Okay. And sometimes you look at some of the things we think. But I have had occasion where my ushers were turning away people from coming to church mm. because the addressing was not good. Okay, Mrebiani ashes. They be able to come say, in Tadi or Mushadi Bass or ashes, and they say, Oh, and yet, Jomonko. Don't mind that. No, you can't wear this year. You can't wear this year. You can't wear it. I tell you, I won't be Listen, when you win a soul, let the soul come with what he has. Hmm. Then later on, say later on. That's it. That's it. What about Ojasha brothers and sisters? Hey. Oh, no, 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 hey. no, 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 hey. no, 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 I had a certain guy, you come to church every meeting, every evening meeting, drunk. And after church, he will come to me. You come. Can I say, Pastor? So for pray for me. Oh, blow fuse. So for blow fuse. Oh, blow fuse. So for this one, I have to let the ushers allow him in. Now, send the power and the summer ushers is a money. Now, how many of us will allow such a person to your church? A bear then, the one more coming, send your one bro up. What's on Sometimes we want pure, clean, nice, neat. Listen, Jesus said, For such I came. For such I came. So our churches must be open to sinners. You know, <laughs> one day somebody came to church. And he saw a lady singing in the choir. And not knowing in her area, mm. she was a fighter. <laughs> People knew her in the committee of. Hey. So, these are the people in, in your church. These are the people in the choir in your church. He was laughing. But you know, she didn't know that the person is changed. Now, that could be sorry. 
and who said a bay will be air to him. No shabaya no nimino and a so say a bayano or ya hot taza or copa when they were and no besides a sound crop for when they was on a ho. No, no nim says any panel. This year was a son. There are people who will see your members and they will judge them by what they knew about them previously. May the Lord help us. So misunderstanding. You will preach a message and people will be offended at what you preached. Loving times you preach and somebody said, I am, I am Pastor, you know, that's why sometimes it's good you don't even know some things. Because people think that you use me to preach and you use me to do this. And no, 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 no. no. Sometimes people leave church because of ignorance. Because of ignorance. And every pastor pray for your acceptance in your community. Because the Father that God has called you doesn't mean that the people know God has called you. You are going to make yourself a case. So pray that you'll be accepted in the community. Pray that they will know, they will know that you are there for their good. Moses was rejected by his own people. The Bible says he thought that his people will understand that by him God would deliver them. But they did not. Now Moses, ne my Israel, epono. Now Moses, he na jese. Esan se nyami edina baso omeji omeji Israel for no omeji na tumu no omu pono no manje na tumu. Your good intentions are not good enough. Oh, what adren pana woma ono? Enoso. No. Enoso. Adren pana woma brone no. And that was what made Israel do additional thirty years in bondage. When they didn't understand Moses and rejected him, and the guy flew, they kept on in their bondage. Ignorance. And your prayer should be toward that direction. That the people God have sent you to, and let me say this every calling. Has a people that will respond to. Now, Every one of us who is called, there are people you reach. There are people God has prepared that will follow you. There are people who will hear your voice. There are people who will be blessed by what God has placed on you. That is why I pray that you get you don't get angry with anybody who come and start a church in your community. Because God called them. And if God called them, they have their, their right to, 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 to position their 
tent wherever they want to. Do your own, let them do their own. Amen. Amen. Ignorance. So pray that your people will have the knowing. People will leave your church because of lack of insight. You know, a lot of people have gone ahead of us. A lot of teachings have gone ahead of us. There are certain things that are already in the mind of people. That when you preach some things that you seem to be truthful, they doubt it. Bishop, 30 years ago, will you have brought this thing to church? This disco light. Ah, you get pastors who will prepare sermons against disco light in church lack of insight and I'm sure some of us we still preach against certain practices and think it's not bible it's not this it's not this I mean this is not it please keep quiet if you don't know keep quiet now what did he say you're moving there are times here people say, hey, where in the Bible is this written? Where in the Bible did this? Where did Jesus did? The Bible said there are many things Jesus did eh, that if it were written, no book, no library on earth can contain it. How many of you know that Satan never created anything? God created everything. So Satan rushes, or maybe by where we are, he uses the ten first and it becomes satanic. Mm. So when we go for it, and I'm saying, you know, they have brought the world into the church. Now go to their church and see this and see that and see that. And I remember, I remember when I was growing on, there was this. You know, disco light is in this kind of dancing that came on brick uh, uh, and this, uh, bricks, snakes, disco, <laughs> you know, this kind of thing. And they, hey, disco dance. I was in a church, and when the youth were dancing, elders would come and hold them to go and sit down because this is not church dance. Now, our sorry people know who said, Manante, one and Mabuno almost sat disco dance, and I saw him for the phone. So, Manante, I said, Hey, I saw William, so I saw them, and yeah, I had your disco. <laughs> Do you know what dance is disco dance or what dance is check dance? Now, when when you, David danced hey, and exposed himself, were you there? Wouldn't you, Massa? And yet, this quasa, Nia, sorry, I'm 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 sorry, I'm
Lack of insight. Amen. 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 The next reason what made people leave church is offenses. Offenses. And you know about when many people are sorry, it says that we are believing no more food. A major reason why people exit churches or leave communities. People can be offended in the way you dress. They can be offended in the way you speak. They can be offended that you didn't treat them well. Our people, somebody delivered, and he said, When he delivered, I didn't come to visit. Hey. She was offended. I mean, people can get offended at various kinds of After offenses, Jesus' offenses will come. Just try to minimize the offenses. Amen. Amen. Minimize the offenses. Many minor offenses. And remember what excites you annoys another. Sometimes you, you are coming to marry, people are happy, others are also angry. Why is it not me but him? There are people to who will leave your church because they think they've got a superior option. And sometimes it's amazing. They leave and say, Oh, when I went to this church, oh, there they do this, there they do this, there they do this, there they do this. Just thank God they didn't backslide, but they've gone somewhere. After three months, after one year, they got to know that where they left and where they went to. The value is it's not the same. Boy, some cases are the same. Obi say, "Me kwa me say, "Omu yewe, omu yewe, omu nimse baby, oma kona na wadi ano." But every pastor should be tactical. If somebody leaves your church, don't be angry and don't curse the person. Ah, uh, it is so phobia. Still maintain relationship. We be chawa sorry. I say ye no one no mini pano. But what they answer when they nyong kofano? Because I'm a wufu. Sometimes they will come back. Most at times. Most at times. It's something they haven't seen that they thought they've seen. Later on, they discover that, oh, I want to go back. Oh, a member of mine has approached me. He wants to go to a particular church. I held the hand. Me and him went to see the pastor. Hey, I, I, told the, I told the pastor that, well, this is my member. She thinks she wants to fellowship in your church, so Ooh. I hand him over to you. She was there after some two years. He said, I think I finished what I wanted to know there. I'm back. Well, some can say she did you. Okay, now, so the 
Oh, why do we catch ourselves when we pass some cars on the floor? And no one catches soon in Saturday night and come when they don't call. I saw you go home soft and say soft for. Mass on the base of a soft bar. Oh, cars on the floor, you know. Oh, why that crew are bad? I saw you go home. You are not going to be Yeah, he felt he had a particular need, and that church could address. I said, Oh, fine. You know, I took care nicely. I'll communicate how is it, how are things going, are things well, and that kind of thing. Later, she finished, she came back. No, if you say, oh, we be our cause, I saw now, me, ne how no, a true bitch, okay, and also by. Are you here? Sometimes people leave when they build elsewhere, they relocate. But even in relocation, they can still come to church. Because you know what? People go to school and after school, they go home. They, go, they don't go to the church, the, the homes close to the school because it's a home. They go to their home. So wherever your members are, they must come to your church because that is their church. Amen. Amen. So you encourage your members and make sure they grow into the things and love your church that they will follow you. Amen. Amen. Let's rise on our feet. Yes, on you now, so. Maybe I'll continue. Why don't you lift up your two hands and just Maybe sing the, the Lord. Let the Lord give you wisdom. Let the spirit of decency come upon you. Yes, Lord. Katandi librato sindi libra kasandaya Indi limando robrogo sindi libra kasodia baka Manto korobro sandala baka tasata Mande maye karabashanda Father give us the tongue of the learner Mando ria bagarosha Borio grete katasodi libra you want to pray for wisdom that the Lord will guide you, the Lord will guide you. Yes, Lord. Pray for your church. Thank God for your church. Thank God. Pray for exposure. 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 You pray. Listen, we are praying for exposure. There are two types of exposure. Mm-hmm. One is natural. You could travel from here to South Korea. You will get exposed to what someone has done. And 
those can affect you you can dream it but God can also give exposure that what we call revelation that the Holy Ghost give you the picture of it and you can see that this is where God wants me to go the apostle Paul by revelation saw the man in Macedonia calling and say come over I want us to pray that before you leave this camp before you leave church growth you have exposure by the Holy Spirit God will drop in your mind and your spirit in your mind and your heart what God wants you to do Jacob had an exposure he said God is in his place and I didn't know church growth is in your church and you have not known May the Lord open your eyes. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your voice. In the name of Jesus. That God will give us exposure. In the name of Father, we thank you. You could reveal to Jacob what he must do to get rain-string cattle when he was serving Laban. Let the same revelation come upon your people. Let a man see his church. Let a woman see his church. Let a pastor here see his church. Overflowing. Let him see people walking in and walking out. The multitude rushing to the place in the name of Jesus. And Father, reveal by direction some of the things that ought to be done. I pray and call it done in Jesus name Amen, Amen. Let's receive Bishop Emmanuel Lewis in Tafu our conference host Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Stand your feet, everybody. Keep on clapping. Keep on clapping. Keep on clapping. Don't be tired. Let's appreciate the Lord. Appreciate the Lord. Appreciate the Lord. Appreciate the Lord. Are you showing appreciation for the revelation of the word of God? For what God has taught you. For what God has taught you. For the anointing. For the teachings. For the revelation. Continue. We are appreciating Jesus. We are appreciating Jesus. We are appreciating Jesus. We are appreciating Jesus. What a blessing. We love you, Jesus. And now let's appreciate God's servant, Reverend Dr. Antonio Kujo. 
What a word, what a word. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hallelujah. I told you that the man he understands church. Amen. I got what I'm saying. Yeah. The scripture says, For we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. In growing the church, not only one thing, many things, including how your washroom looks. Now, on Sundays, I don't use my office washroom. When I enter here, I use the general washroom. Mm. Even this conference, conference I'm sure some of you are seen I, I, I use the general. Where you use is well. My principle is that if I cannot use it, you should not be able to use it. Now, this is Oh, boss, I'm going to say, where is the circus here, pa? So, on the software, no, all to be annual, so, ha, what's so other than a self of our call? Yeah. Now, when I'm going there, sometimes I see people rushing, sucking, I said, don't suck anybody. We are all boys. Oh, call, call, oh, also for a bishop, or say, boys, 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 so even somebody enters your washroom, the environment, mm. will let a person come back or never to come back. Mm. Reverend Doctor, God bless Reverend you. Clap your hands for the Lord. And you may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen.